0: Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano.
1: Welcome to a new episode of the Commerce Lab by Ecomsy, the place of everything related to Amazon, FBA and e-commerce. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, founder and CEO of Ecomsy. And today we'll bring you another session of questions and answers as we do every Tuesday at 5 p.m. GMT time. Thank you for everybody joining for the first time and for all those people returning uh, from our previous sessions as well. So today is a very special day. I bet for most of you, I mean, prime day, I bet a lot of you are (laughs) checking your Amazon app and your sales every single second of the day. I'm doing the same with all our clients and and brands. So very exciting, very interesting things are seen today uh, with our sales advertising campaigns, which actually we're gonna be building some case studies and and some some kind of material to then give a summary of what happened during this Prime Day. But so far, everything doing great. I mean, for sure, when it comes to PPC, things are a bit crazy for some of the brands, but however, for other brands, things are going very well. As everything, they're for sure always going to be pros, they're going to be winners in Prime Day, and for the others, that's not going to be the case. That's the reality of how this works. But I think it's very interesting what we're seeing so far. I mean, the amount of traffic for sure that we're seeing, at least in the last 24 hours, being huge, huge amount of increase when it comes to sales. So, yeah looking forward to also see your experience and hear about them so if you feel free to drop in the comments let me know how is everything going for you so far i know there are for sure gonna be some mixed feelings but yeah everything should be going smoothly hopefully if you are implementing some of the strategies we've been discussing so far so one of the things for sure i want to highlight which i think is one of the number one things that usually people do wrong and can be very costly keep a close eye on your ppc guys um so most most of the time for these two days, uh, I wouldn't advise to leave when it, the PPC like with any limit, like without any a, a limit when it comes to the daily spend, because if you haven't done your proper optimization uh, and you also were increasing your bids, we usually we don't recommend to increase a lot at least across all the bar of your campaigns, your spend most likely is gonna be a lot, much, much higher than what you usually used to spend on your PPC campaigns. So I will say, make sure you keep an eye on your budget, and if you want to avoid spending crazy amount, put a daily fixed budget, uh, which usually we would advise anyway, this budget to be higher than your usual budget, because for sure your expenses are gonna be uh, higher, which is normal. However, you also wanna put a control into that, okay? and also uh, besides the ppc side of things i think something very important which you're also doing when it comes to tracking the performance of our brands keep an eye on your inventory so make sure you understand the sales velocity you're having uh, across the board or across all your SKUs. make sure that you're not going fully overboard when it comes to selling like crazy because sometimes what we happen uh, we saw that happening last year is that if you start selling a lot of the uh much more than usual it's gonna basically ruin when it, when it comes to your forecast for inventory for the coming weeks and months so you want to avoid also sell like five six ten times your volume and then you're gonna be left with no basically inventory for the coming month which we know what happens when you go out of stock right so you also want to make sure you control that if you see sales start getting crazy also make sure you deal down so you avoid going out of stock if you don't have more inventory coming in okay so those are some of the two main tips uh, I wanted to bring for sure the basics when it comes to tracking your performance is super important so track how you're performing across the board when it comes to also the traffic your position and all that you already know that but i think the budget and the inventory is very important to make sure you you take the most out of prime okay awesome so i'm going to start bringing some of the questions uh, for the last seven days into the screen the one we've been receiving and also before we jump into that i quickly wanted to to basically remind you of the episode we dropped yesterday, Monday, with Clyde from uh, MCBs, which is actually also a full service agency similar to a company. And we we're talking about basically what is the honeymoon period or how you take full advantage of that. And then we also were talking about how you. Take full uh, advantage of what we call PPC in terms of ranking and indexing for your keywords, which I know is a big issue for a lot of people, and it's also the typical question we always get. Right, like why I'm not getting no impressions, why I'm not ranking. So definitely check that episode; it's very interesting. Um, and tomorrow, for sure, we're gonna be dropping a new episode. So that for sure, I'm gonna keep it secret. So you. you we basically find out tomorrow when you go live which usually just to give a time frame when episode goes live Monday and Wednesdays usually it's gonna be between five and six pm afternoon time in the UK and then the Thursday we have for us a basically typical a questions and answers in Spanish. Okay. Awesome. So I think i would like too much. Uh, let's just, uh, dive in, into today's session, which is the question and answers. I'm going to start covering some of the topics uh, that people have been sending. So the first question of the day would be the following. Should I divide automatic campaigns into close, lose substitutes and complements? Okay so this one is definitely a ppc question basically the person is asking when you have an automatic campaign you're gonna have the option to do close, lose, substitutes, and complements, which is a, dif- dif- a different type of targeting you're gonna have within your automatic campaigns. So usually we prefer to have them divided, right? And the purpose of that is because it's gonna be much easier to understand how each campaign is performing and to do optimization. Because what happens is that if you have all your, uh, basically different type of uh, automatic targeting within the same campaign, which in this case are four, it's going to be difficult for you to fully uh, understand what is happening at the search time level in terms of where the search terms are coming from, and then to do a proper optimization, because sometimes you may find that close um, substitutes might be performing better than the rest, or vice versa, so you want to have full control of that and make sure that you can control the budget at each um, at, at the level of each of them, right? So usually I recommend having one campaign for each match type, and that's gonna have you, first of all, control when it comes to your budget, better control when it comes to reporting the search terms, each of them and ASINs are basically bringing you in terms of traffic and potential sales, and then uh, you're also going to have a big understanding of placement, which you can also play with that if you want, which usually we don't advise you to do at the automatic level, usually you want to do that at the manual campaign level, okay? So yes, I would advise you divide them to have better control, and this, this principle goes the same uh, applies the same for manual campaigns so usually in manual campaigns you want to have a uh, as many campaigns as possible when it comes to uh, basically segmentating your keywords and your uh, keyword targeting because if you start putting everything within a single campaign it's going to be super difficult to understand what is going on a uh, do proper placement optimization mm-hmm. and also at the same time uh, properly understand uh, which keyword is performing better than the other one and have a strong control of them so definitely uh, make sure you have very organized a uh, structure when it comes to your campaigns and also make sure the naming is done properly as well another mistake I see is that they do create the, the a lot of campaigns that so they do the division properly but when it comes to the naming they keep it very basic and then if you start having 50 60 campaigns so you don't have a, a very clear nomenclature that explains the keyword targeting, what that company is doing, what kind of placement is doing, and so on, it's gonna be then difficult for you to have a, a very high level understanding as soon as you open your advertising manager a dashboard, understand what you should be doing in terms of optimization, okay? Awesome, so next question, does product targeting advertise all, only on the competitor product pages? Okay, I think maybe what you're referring with this question is if when you do Product targeting, uh, the advertising just gonna appear under that async, um basically on the product details page of that async, right? And the answer is no. Actually, what we found very interesting when it comes to product targeting is actually you also start appearing on specific keywords, right? Usually when you target an async with product targeting, we have found that usually that is also gonna allow you to advertise for the keywords that specific agent is indexing for, right? That's why actually on the product targeting campaigns, you can also adjust placements, right? Because uh, advertisement are not just gonna be constrained at the product detail page level, but actually can also start uh, basically expanding the reach outside of that, which usually is gonna be the, the typical uh, results you're going to get when you search for a keyword that that specific competitor was ranking for. So that's why with product targeting you also need to be a bit careful because if you start raising your bids too much in your product targeting campaign that could eventually start basically advertising on keywords that those pros are indexing for and if you did your research correctly and you were basically analyzing your competitor's keyword you might be targeting the keyword twice with product targeting campaigns and also with exact and manual targeting campaigns. So uh, make sure you keep a, a good control of your pro uh, targeting campaigns I mean for sure you want to have some kind of pro targeting within your formula of ppc but make sure that also it doesn't get a uh, overboard and basically start uh, taking control of your minor targeting campaigns uh, because of what I just explained that's gonna give you some placement on the keyword level as well of the product you're targeting okay but yes it's gonna appear. On the product detail pages and also it's gonna show it outside of that for the keywords that competitors is indexing for okay awesome next question uh, next question should I run uh, should I have automatic campaigns running from day one okay mm. automatic campaigns goes Back to the question I was just explaining, which automatic you're gonna know, have close, lose substitutes and complement as the pro, a, pro, a keyword targeting match and um, product targeting because with automatic you can also target asins, um, and basically usually I don't like to have automatics from day one, and I'm gonna tell you the reason when you're launching the product for the first time. Amazon doesn't know what is going on with your product. Even if you do the best optimization possible, still Amazon have no data about your product. And this actually goes side by side with what we call the honeymoon period, which is the, the benefit of the app Amazon is gonna give you. And basically the honeymoon period, in essence, the only reason why that happens is because Amazon has no data. So when Amazon has no data, he needs to basically guess. And when it guesses, is when you get the extra boost in discovery, right? So what happens with automatic? If you start running automatic from day one, and usually, this go side by side with optimization of a listing. If you didn't, if you didn't do a, a great optimization of your listing, it might start showing you for queues that maybe are not fully relevant to your product. And if you start getting enough traffic from those keywords and cues, um and clicks and etc. Amazon must start getting a start linking those keywords to your list, regardless of having some kind of relevancy or not. So, I, rather than doing that, I prefer to start very aggressively with my manual targeting campaigns, which is exact phrase broad and product targeting and all of those. Then, start building a history of relating my main keywords to my products. So, Amazon understand those are definitely my keywords. And we have found that usually within the first two weeks to one month of doing that. And then launching automatic, automatic is gonna be a bit more efficient because then it has some structure to uh, basically start running from, right? than guessing, which in the long term can actually be detrimental for your listing because if you start relating your listing to keywords that are not relevant, that's gonna affect your conversion rate. And then basically you're gonna get into some kind of, it's part of that as Casey used to say. Uh, so yeah definitely do that Uh, make sure you start best run with your manual campaigns very specific to the keywords you want to run usually top five ten keywords once you start some data going start getting some sets definitely amazon is going to start indexing relating that to your product and then you can launch your automatic campaigns to be more efficient again that's also going to depend on your budget guys if you have a huge budget and you want to have automatic from day one also do it however that doesn't mean you shouldn't also have Close attention to automatic, because they, uh, usually if you want to hire from day one, you definitely can do it, but you need to make sure you have a clear, a close uh, control of them because if they start showing you two keywords, asins, things that makes no sense, that's gonna ruin ruin your your product roadmap in the long
0: term. Okay.
1: For prime then, do you recommend increasing bids or only budget? Yeah. So yeah, funny enough, this is what I was mentioning at the beginning of the episode. Usually I would advise you guys that you play with a budget right? and bids. Um, And the reason for that is uh, usually increasing the bids is going to make you spend more. And most of the time, that's not required for you to even get traffic and exposure. So I would rather play with uh, the budget. So what I mean by that, if you're spending $20, I rather than instead of spending $20, I will then jump uh, and do 30, $40 for the Prime Day, keep my bids the same. Maybe what I will do is turn off some of my exploratory campaigns, keep my strong performance like sacked match top placement campaigns that have performed for a while and just double on the budget rather than the bids. Usually that's where you're gonna get the best book for your money rather than increasing your bids because if you increase your bids, first of all, most likely you're gonna be paying, be paying much more because most people is doing that and second of all once you increase your bids then when you start dealing down eh, on the bids after prime day you might find some discrepancy in performance to try to get back where you were before so we to right, keep the same bids and just double down the budget if you can and make sure you basically keep doing what you were doing but at the same time removing any kind of experimental campaigns and just do what it was working the best in terms of historical data for you, your product okay Awesome. Next question: Should I negate my keywords from exact into phrase and broad? <laughs> yeah, this 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 question is funny because usually I get this question, guys, like every single day, uh, from people from my team, uh, clients, consulting. Always usually use negative keywords or not? It's, it's a mixed feeling to be honest, and it's it depends. I know is is it's not the right answer to say depends because that shouldn't be the answer but reality it depends and i'm gonna tell you the reason behind that so what happens is that if you're launching a product for the first time and you have no historical data and you create exact phrase and broad and the keywords from your exact are focusing towards top of the placement or ranking or as your strategy which most of the time should be ranking and getting control of those skills from day one if you start negating those skills on phrase and broad Funny enough, we have found that when you download the report, right from the last thirty days, you may find that the same keyword you had an exact, you may be targeting the keyword if you don't use exact uh, negative keywords. Let's say you use water bottle on exact, water bottle on face, water bottle on broad. We have found that sometimes water bottle performs better on face and broad. We get. A, a clicks and sells some phrase and broad, and the same keyword in exact is not performing, right? And we are performing with a lower cost per click, and we are delivering. So the reason for that is because, regardless of using the same keyword, when you target with different targeting type, definitely some kind of different when it comes to Amazon. A high displays the keyword. So that's why you never want to negate the possibility from testing how it performs a different keyword match, a match type from day one. You right want to later on see how it performs. And sometimes you may find that actually the keyword for some reason or another is gonna perform better on phrase than exact, and you may deal down on exact and scale your phrase campaigns or vice versa. Now, that's the first scenario. The second scenario, which is why I say depend, when you want to use negative keywords, is let's say you also launch exact phrase and broad, right? Uh, and the opposite happens. It may happen that if you add a queue on phrase and broad, it doesn't target the queue as an exact search term. It other it it, it it basically becomes a key a bleeder keyword because maybe it's a, a, a keyword that has so many it, it become it's basically a keyword that we call a zip keyword and start. Spending so much on phrase and broad that, regardless of you trying to optimize it, it's always not going to be as efficient as just targeting as an exact match. So, in that scenario, you may want to start negating that as an exact and a phrase and just focus on those search terms as an exact. So, that's why it's always going to come down, guys, to data. Don't take a fixed method or way of doing PPC and just think that's the only way because I can tell you from experience sometimes. We're experimenting a strategy with brown brand. We do exactly the same for that brand that is doing super huge, uh, I mean, good performance in terms of tacos, acos, revenue and everything. We do exactly with the same with our brand. It doesn't work because it's not a copy-paste thing that's why it's for some brands we do one type of campaigns for other brands we do all type of campaigns and basically there isn't a one way of doing things the best way of doing things is testing using data and use the data as a feedback loop to basically decide if that strategy is working or not and adapt from there. okay awesome so next question how to optimize the back end of my listing okay mm. I think, uh, yeah, this one would be a great question from Vanessa Hong, uh, basically basically the queen of flat files, which is the back end of the listing. Uh, and, but yeah, when it comes to uh, back end, the best thing that you can do, and we'll do that all the clients from day one, is request what we call the category listing report. So how you get access to that? You're gonna go to your Amazon Seller Central account and you're gonna open a support case. You're gonna open a support case and you're gonna ask Amazon, can you please unlock the category listing report? All right? Then gonna unlock this report. This report, what it does, you can download the report. Once you download the report, that report is gonna give you all the back end of the product. It's going to tell you what are your titles, search, bullet points, etc. But you're going to find a lot of things that are empty, such so as, for example, attributes, uh, special occasions. Some pros have extra things such as the variation thing, like the material, uh, things like that, that sometimes you're not going to find that on the front end. And you can use those empty spaces to optimize for ACO. And also, the good thing of making sure you complete as much of this backend as possible is you basically protect your listing from getting people uh, from the uh, other sellers trying to get into your backend and making you index or attribute for keywords that might be suppress your listing or change your category or so on, right? So that's why we call the backend optimization. So you don't know the category listing report. Um, you make sure you optimize the most important attributes. Um, and, and basically, you then re-upload uh, that to your um, Amazon account. Just make sure you're very careful with this um, in terms of how you use your catalog listing report and make the changes because you want to avoid changing something that can de-index de- your listing or suppress it. So uh, usually what I would advise you to do is here to educate yourself. From a lot of sources out there in, online, you can learn how to use flat files. Um, or yeah, uh, basically understand how these things work because if you just do it random and then upload it and overwrite things or even delete your listing, which it can happen if you don't use the right tabs. Uh, it can actually be worth uh, optimizing so but if you do it properly it's super powerful right guys the call listing report okay if you have any question i would like me to connect with somebody that can help you yeah, feel free to send me a com a, a message or something i will put you in, in, in contact with the people that can help you with this okay Awesome. Uh, next question I'll getting the impression on my PPC campaigns, what to do? Yeah, so this one actually we call this, one, if I'm not mistaken, on the report with Clyde, that's a very nice episode talking about exactly this issue when you're getting no impressions, no traffic, all this. And the best thing, guys, that you can do when you're having these issues uh, in terms of impressions and clicks is check your category note. Make sure your category node is exactly as your competition, that's the first thing. Second thing, make sure you have the QR integrated within your listing. Third thing, make sure your bids are high enough. Fourth thing, make sure the budget of your campaign is high enough. Fifth thing, make sure your uh, campaigns are not suppressed or disapproved. Uh, And usually, that uh, should basically be the five main things to check i uh, i'm pretty sure if you check those five you should find the solution usually most people uh, find the solution with impressions not being high enough then the budget and it does doesn't fix it usually it's the listing issues i just mentioned okay Uh great so next question okay my campaigns keep getting disapproved what should i do yeah this one's actually go attached to the first uh, the question i just called so disapprove means Uh, Amazon is basically not approving um, the listing to run PPC. Most of the time it's a trigger when it comes to the information you have in your listing and the cures you're trying to target. You're gonna find this happening a lot with cures that have to do with pesticides, pain relief, CBD, things along those lines. Usually what you need to do to disapprove it is raise a case with Amazon. Uh, Sometimes it gets disapproved by mistake, but most of the time, it's actually keywords that you have in your campaign or listing that you just need to change, edit, put new uh, keywords, and that should fix the issue uh, to get your campaign running again, okay? Awesome, so next question. Uh, what Amazon editorial recommendation? Okay, Amazon editorial recommendations is basically, uh, when you, ha- uh, this is a service, is similar to Vine, so basically this service uh, is going to allow you to uh, basically pay uh, people to write about your product and you're going to find them usually on page one, right? You're going to find them on page one and um, uh, they're going to say editorial recommendation and they're talking about your product like features, uh, what people think about the product uh, and basically a detailed explanation of why they are recommending the product. So this one, as Amazon Vine, it can be dangerous because these people have the freedom to share whatever they want into the editorial recommendation. So it can be positive or negative. But I mean, for sure, if you want to do this is because your product is, is great, right? So you want to get more exposure. So actually you should be getting better results out of it. Uh, when it comes to funding these editorial, so usually there's a lot of service out there. So some services that can think thing on top of my head, um i think seller rocket is one of them i can think right now there are so many that you can use basically to find editorials so basically you get in contact with them and and they basically are like they have their own platform to publish these things and it can help a lot because it can get your exposure on page one for your specific main keywords and it can help you a lot when it comes to bringing that extra traffic that can allow you to compensate the expenses of ppc and everything that we've been speaking so far so editorial a uh, very nice uh just make sure that uh you bet the service you are using and you actually, uh, you're actually working with people that ha- like is very reliable when it comes to doing editorials but yes i mean i think the criteria for um, if i'm not mistaken the criteria for amazon editorial is I mean, it's, it's very easy to get. I mean, I, for sure, you need to have more than four uh, four stars rating. I think over 100 reviews. Um, it, it doesn't need to have a, some kind of claims. Um, I think other things that need to avoid is mentioned to specific type of drugs, things like that, like when I read know religion and things like that. And I think those are some of the main ones. Uh, um, and I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, another one that i, I just remember now uh, of the criteria is the positioning so you also need to have proven track of your organic ranking so to be able to get a editorial recommendation usually you should be already on page one of the queue or you want to get the editorial recommendation but that's it i mean maybe i'm missing some of the criteria make sure you do your diligences. but yeah it's very good tool and and, and to explore for sure if your product is already established and you want to bring it to the next step uh, Uh, when it comes to bringing extra traffic to to your listeners, okay? Awesome. So let's see if we have any other questions. Yeah, guys. So I think that's it. Uh, at least for today. I'm pretty sure we're going to get more questions in the coming days. But yeah, thank you very much for sending them uh, our way. Remember, anytime any we're here to help. So even if it's not during this session, you can always reach out through email or social media. we got people in place place to, to answer your questions. Uh, yes, and remember that all these sessions for everybody jumping for the first time, just in case you might not know, these live recordings are going to be basically uploaded to our YouTube channel, podcast channel. And you're going to be able to see them uh, once this reco- uh, streaming uh, goes off. So don't worry if you're just joining late. And that's it. So thank you very much. Uh, remember to like, share, and subscribe so we can keep reaching amazing people like you, keep growing our community. Um, Yeah, share as much knowledge when it comes to scaling and growing brands on Amazon, okay? So have an amazing one. Keep enjoying Prime Day. Stay calm, guys. Everything's going to be well. Uh, Yeah, enjoy it, okay? Have an amazing week. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening to The E-Commerce Lab by EcomC. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.